Hey, it's Alana. And Jacqueline. And we are here for another installment of Black and Yellow. And today, we're going to try and keep it light. Yes, we are. We're talking about time, right? Simple, We're talking right? about simple time. So we think. Uh, yeah, and uh, does time have a color, Jackie, do you think? Ooh, if it had a color. What color exciting. would it be? Um, if time had a color, I want to say like like the light lavender oh okay yes, for any of you lavender skin toned people out there this is for you well that's so funny because i'm an african-american woman and cpt or colored people's time um would disagree with that statement which i think is fascinating because so for those of you out there <laughs> um alana first mentioned it to me you know we were probably in passing somewhere and she said oh yeah you know cp time and i looked at her and i went excuse me what <laughs> what does that mean like i was trying to think of like something political i was trying to think and she went what did you say to me i i, I started laughing i didn't know it's color people time it's the fact that black people habitually are always late and I was running late. And <laughs> so when I got to Jackie, that was the first thing I said was, hey, girl, I'm so sorry. You know, CPT. And she looked at me super dumbfounded. Yes. Like, what the heck did you just say? She like, was speaking a whole new language and I had no idea. And then as she continued to tell me what it was all about, I went, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Apparently. CPT or CP time uh, stands for colored people's time. And it is the belief that African-Americans are habitually, if not chronically, clock challenged. The belief that we are habitually late uh, and how that affects our Life And I thought that everyone knew what CPT was. I thought if I said that to any person of any color, they would just be like, oh, yeah, totally. Colored people's time. Not not yeah, the case. No. I mean, I personally am, I am constantly late. I don't know if you can call that an APT AP time. APT time. <laughs> that is my own personal battles that I've been dealing with throughout my entire life. But the fact that it's an actual thing that is said amongst your race yeah blew my mind yeah color people's time or cpt um is definitely something that persists within the black community uh often times if i am meeting up with an african-american friend of mine for lunch or dinner and he or she is late generally there is no i am so sorry i was late but the the response is more yo cpt my bad and then we just move on <laughs> Um, no apologies, just, just, that's how it is. And, um, in, in our community, it's kind of a known thing, you know, like CP time, black people run late. Don't be shocked by it, but we should be shocked by it. It's not good. It's not good yes. to be late with anyone else's time because it is a sign of respect. Right. Uh, that's for me where I come into, you know, saying that it, it's more of a moral value take on that where is if you're late or if I'm late which I am always late it's it's a sign of disrespect like I am essentially disrespecting you because I do not value your time and if you tell me to be here at 8 I will most likely be there at 8.07 every time <laughs> and to a certain degree I do have fault in that because I just don't give enough fucks you know like pardon me i i that's what it is and and that's my own battle where i have to self-reflect and look at myself and say why don't i care enough which is so funny to me because from my standpoint asian people are chronically 
early, if not on time. And 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 that is your experience, but yeah. it's not mine. And I'm Asian, <laughs> but I also come from a, a background of being Brazilian, and you know Brazilians are known to be constantly if not a given late um that so is BPT. our culture yeah we'll call sure. it brazilian people yeah time. i mean i guess i have that bpt <laughs> yeah i mean i always assumed that asian people by and large were were constantly chronically early if not on time and then now i'm working with jackie who is always a couple minutes late and oh, I, it makes me it makes me and my cp time feel uh not not, not as bad not as bad that's terrible that's so terrible <laughs> jackie and i respect each other and each other's time we do it's totally yeah. maybe not enough <laughs> yeah exactly um and shockingly there's not really a lot of history as to where cp time came from there's I thought there would be a ton of it, but there's kind of not a lot. Um, During the civil rights movement, it is worth noting that public transportation was taken out of lower income African-American communities and put into higher income white communities. So there's one reason already right there why black people in CP time uh, was created, how it came about. The other part of that is during that era, if ever you had a bus full of people, let's say mostly white and some black, let's say that this bus then came to a stop and white people got on the bus. If there were not enough places for the white people to sit down, black people were kicked off and forced to figure out how However, to get wherever they needed to go. Right. And generally where they were going was work. And if they were then kicked off of the bus, they were late They were late because they had to either wait for the next bus or they had to walk or find some other So mode they became known for, for being, being late. late. Like that's where it started. Um, contrary to popular belief of maybe white America thinking, oh, black people are always late because they're time rebels. They don't want to be on time. They're just, uh, you know, raging against this time machine. No, like, no, back in the day, we wanted to get to places on time. But because of our skin color, we were told, no, 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 you can't be here. You can't sit on this bus because little white Sue needs right. a place to sit. Where is she going to sit? Where? What is she going to stand? No Blasphemy. Way. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so that was definitely where it started. Uh, I was also shocked to find out that certain political figures during that time ran on what was called CP time. Apparently, Dr. Martin Luther King himself was not immune from CP time. Um, he caught it. He, he, he got, caught the bug. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of write-ups uh, in terms of people who worked with Dr. King and his and his, uh, I guess we'll say his posse, um, and he was known for being at least twenty minutes, half an hour late. So, don't, don't, don't knock on <laughs> black people and their lateness. Even Martin Luther King was late a little bit, uh, and that's not right. We should all be on time. Right, I agree. But there's in my heart when I read that, I was like, oh, okay. So if I'm five minutes late, that's not that bad because like Martin Luther King and MLK was-, was late too. <laughs> So I'm okay. And he went on to do great things in the world. (laughs) I will too. Yeah, exactly. So we'll just negate his lateness. Um, But yes, this, this idea that black people are perpetually late and within our community 
it definitely is something that continues to permeate. Like I said before, it's not right. We might be sitting here making jokes about it. Right, making light of it. Right, but the but reality is, is, like, it is serious. If Professionalism, you definitely. know, if it's your job or your date, I mean, right. that, that all has to do with it. Yeah, you, you want to show up on time. You want to show a good face. And I, for one, am going to call myself out and say, if it's a non-professional engagement, I am generally 10 to 15 minutes late. If I'm like having dinner with my best friend, Shannon, if we say we're going to be somewhere at seven o'clock, we both know that that means like 7.15, 7.20. Like, let's keep it real. And it's fine because it's kind of an un- Casual. Yeah, it's casual. Is my friend Shannon black? No, she's not. She's super white, but uh, is very high maintenance. I love you, Shannon. Um, (laughs) But um, I don't know if any of you watched the Mindy Project, but on that show, Mindy a plot point of Mindy Kaling's show is that she is always late to non-professional endeavors. Um, If it's you know, showing up for a social engagement or just kind of hanging out with friends, her friends give her a lot of grief because she's always late. But Mindy herself, if it's a professional engagement, she is on time, if not early. And I cannot tell you, when I saw that on her show, I was like, yes, Mindy, get it, girl. <laughs> like, I see myself That's in you. Me. Yeah, I hear that. I think that if we, we meaning uh, black people, I think if we want to succeed in the world, which is undeniably white, we do have to show up on time. Anyone. We, anyone, really. We do have to show up on time and put our best professional foot forward. Uh, and that should then stretch to our, our personal endeavors, but it doesn't always happen. Right. Uh, I can tell you, being in a black family, there have been many times where we have said, hey, dinner starts at this time, but be there at this time. And then knowing that your entire family is going to show up late. Right. Exactly. If we say like, hey, dinner starts at four, be there at three. Generally, people start rolling through like four fifteen, four twenty. So and I've heard the opposite. Sorry. No, no go for cut it. Cut you off. I've heard the opposite where there have been certain American families where dinner is at, uh, let's say, seven and they show up at five yeah. and you open the doors and you're like, hey, you know, dinner dinner is not going to be ready till seven to like, what are you doing? Here? Right. And like then we're like, oh, oh, my God, I am not ready. This this house is messed right. up. My head is looking trifling. My outfit's not out. <laughs> and these people are here two hours early. WTF. <laughs> and there's a sense of disrespect in that where it's like. I'm not ready to receive you as a guest. Right. So maybe you But guys- yet you're all up in my space. Right. So I have to receive you as a guest. What the F is going on? <laughs> but I, th- I think it's also worth mentioning again, like Asian Americans, always on time, always punctual. Like, wh- what is that, Jackie? Yeah, and why know. are you missing I, that G? I, I need it. Whoever has it, please have it and if there's Rub a, if there's a pill, pill version if i could inject it into my bloodstream i'll take <laughs> it because i that is my biggest thing as far as a professional working in this industry environment i need to be more on time i could just be that they they're respectful and they okay. they value whatever time that it's that's whoever said to be there they'll, they'll be there or or their life is just not that exciting and they're excited to go somewhere. I don't know. Ooh, burn. <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch. Ouch, ouch, um, ouch. We're no, going to take the respectful road on this let's, one. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I've heard 
like especially from you that you know asians are really on time and in my experience that is true um maybe they just they're just respectful people what can i say yeah <laughs> hey you never know and, and it's also and worth I'm noting. <laughs> just kidding i'm quite respectful over here co-hosting with some disrespectful <laughs> whatever no i'm just kidding uh, i think it's also worth noting that like cpt it, it also stretches to other races. Yeah. I've heard of Africa time. I've heard of Indian people time. I've heard of Mexican people time. Oh, yes. We were just talking about sure. Brazilian people time. Yes. Like, it's not just black right. people that run constantly no. late. No. I just think that we have a a well-known I mean, I only speak for, for the more of the Latin community because that's a lot of my culture is that, you know, life's a party, right? Like, be fashionably right, late. Be f- always be fashionably late. Are you kidding me? You you also, <laughs> you don't want to be the first person there. That's well, that is awkward, true, too. right? There's also that. You can take that into any kind of culture or today's world society. Um, you never want to be the first person there. That's awkward. You want to be there when the party has started or you want to show up and you want to be the party. You yeah. know you're the party whatever all of that is i'm vain i want it i want to be late so that people can see me in my right. cute outfit i want to make an entrance right i'm yeah. not lying about that <laughs> that's how i feel too sometimes so you know i think all of that all of that can take we can take that into account into whether we're showing up for holiday dinners just a simple date um with your best friend or um work you know in life and so on and so forth and and to me, the best thing is to, no matter what, if you can, be on time. Right. And if you're a little bit late, then that's okay. But if it starts to get in the way of your life, get in the way of your relationship, get in the way of Making your, that stack. Exactly. Ooh. Then then it's a problem. Definitely. You know? Nothing comes in between me and my paper stack. Let me let you know that <laughs> right now. Um, there's an interesting TED Talk about the racial politics of time by Brittany Cooper. If you are, if you have a spare like 12, 13 minutes, check it out. Um, I remember seeing it for the first time and she made a, to me, what was a controversial statement. And that statement was white people own time. And I remember telling Jackie that and Jackie stopped and looked at me and was like, what? Yeah. I was quite shocked. I didn't even think that that was, something that was possible but i guess it is according to Brittany cooper i haven't seen this TED talk after this i'm definitely gonna go ahead and, and watch it and get educated on on why they own time yeah check um, it out i mean i i'm not saying that i agree with that statement by any means i do though think that if we want to we meaning all black people or all people of color want to succeed in this world i.e the white world i do think we have to show up on time and and have a reverence for time the way that white folks do. I mean, I know that. Yeah. That I mean, I, sound cool. I look at some of my American friends and I'm like, man, they're so good at it. They're always early. They're always, they're always on their early. stuff. What do they do that I, I'm not doing? And I, I think it is. It's it's probably quite simple, but I haven't gotten there yet. And and when I do, guys, I will let you know, you know, <laughs> that I'll, I'll celebrate my on timeness. Um, Our listeners are going to yeah. keep tabs on you. Yes, they're going to um, make sure you're showing up on time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, it's it's we can we can learn from it all and, for sure, and it can only make us better people. Definitely, you know, better professionals and absolutely better lovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to show up on time for that. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> um, in this TED talk, uh, Brittany Cooper talks about how white people own time and how people of color 
there's just never enough time for us. Whether we don't, whether we're fighting to survive, we're fighting to pay our bills, we're fighting uh, political constraints, we're fighting social constraints. There's just not enough time for people of color and how white people own time. So if we want to succeed, we have to do it like them. I am not agreeing with Brittany Cooper by any stretch of the imagination. I do not agree that white people own time. But again, if we want to succeed, we got to do time right. And we got the the right way. Correct. I.e. the white way. Um, So, yeah, if you have a spare 13 minutes, check it out. It's a TED Talk. Her name is Brittany Cooper. And the TED Talk is called The Racial Politics of Time. I'm going to go look at it right after this. Yeah. But... Listen, being late for some people, it's habitual and that's not right. For some people, they're super on top of it. I know for me, I am a girl that keeps a day planner and like stays on her iCal. So I make it a a point to not be late. Exactly. And I think that came from having parents who were like, oh, no, we are showing up some places on time, if not early, because we will not be like those those black people. Right. 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 Definitely. And listen, I'm not saying that that's right, but I do think that in that sense, my parents did set me up for success in terms of time management. I think you growing up, it was something that was it was a core value that they instilled in you that you learned and experienced from your parents that whatever it is that is going to be professionally um, a job or something that's going to pay you, you are going to be on time for that. For sure. And I grew up very different where, you know, my parents or my mom was pretty much always late picking me up and dropping oh. me off. And therefore, I I somehow I'm not saying this is all her fault. It's not mother. I, I love you. <laughs> um, it's it's just something I've. Also, that's that's something I've learned growing up with a mother who maybe didn't value being on time as much as is needed. And so I see how that has bled through my professional life and being habitually late to almost everything. <laughs> uh, it's it's not something that I that I want want, you know, and I don't want that. I don't want to pass that on to my kids because I know what that's like and it doesn't feel very good. So I'm making a conscious decision to change that. But just seeing how culture can affect you growing up because you may have you. You I mean, your parents are black, but they somehow instilled in you being on time with your professional affairs, Heck you know, yeah. um, which is great. Props to them. And so in all that it's just it's very fascinating to see how all of all of those uh parts of people's lives affects their ongoing adult life right right because at some point you start driving yourself you start making your own appointments you start getting jobs you don't have to be taken anywhere anymore right and the pressure is on you to basically keep all of those yeah not your parents anymore right right and i think it's interesting that you 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 said that time management is a value because I never thought about that. I never thought about uh, being on time, being early as a value. I just thought it was something that you have to be if you want to succeed. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it is a value. I do think that valuing the other person who you're meeting with, you're working for, valuing their time, valuing where they have to be, their day. I do think that that's something worth noting. Absolutely. And I think people have been on both sides. They've experienced the, hey, here I am waiting for you 
you should be paying me for this time. Otherwise, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. When I hate whatever that is. Right. Yeah. And the other way around. And I think the more we can become conscious of those times we've experienced on being on both sides of that uh, chain, then then we can start to really see where we can tighten that up. Right. And realize, you know, it didn't feel very good waiting for that person. So when I'm in that position, I'm not going to make that person wait. And God, I hate waiting on people. I hate waiting for people. And I was told pretty early on being late is selfish. It is. Like being late is super selfish. I think that Drew Barrymore actually said that uh, in, in, in style interview, I think last year, because I read that publication like, insane but she she mentioned how like being late is selfish and i i never really thought of that before and then was like oh yeah it is because when you're late the first thing you tend to do when you're late is go omg i'm so sorry i was stuck in traffic i this i that i i i me 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 it's all about me right and whoever is your boss or your supervisor is gonna think you know i don't really care because the truth is it's eight o'clock and you clocked in at eight o seven exactly definitely that's that's the proof there's nothing even and sometimes when i'm late to things i don't even say anything because i know the proof is there oh okay and i just feel bad because i'm like there's nothing i can say that unless you know someone obviously we can take it out of context if there's an accident or something more serious but there really isn't anything i can say except show up late and do my job and then hopefully next time show up earlier you know right and it's so fascinating that you feel like you don't have to say anything because if I'm ever late I feel like I must say something I feel like there's that stereotype of like "Mm, look black girl and she's late I feel like I have to no you laugh but I seriously like I feel like I have to say something in defense of myself for whatever reason and even if I say something I'm like y'all I feel like I'm still being a stereotype but I just have to do this for my conscience I see yeah, you know? I, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, I, I just I I think maybe I've just gotten to that, that routine of like now I really want to fix this about myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's so conscious that if I am late that I that I already know and I don't I shouldn't I like there's nothing there that that, that that I have to say. Right. But, you know, it's. it's but hey, it's colored people's time. There you go. So, you know, <laughs> and, and, and for some people listening that, that might go. Ooh, colored people like how dated and why are we saying that i'm not saying it's the right thing to say no one calls right. black people colored anymore i hope um uh, it, it's just it's 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 the to- the the phrase that was coined yeah and, and it, it was followed it was, us forever i think it kind of sparked this conversation that we wanted to have with you guys because you had said that and i said you know Time management would be something really interesting to talk about because yeah. it's it's huge. Definitely. It's something so small but so huge in everybody's lives and everybody can relate. Mm-hmm. And then just being educated on what it means to in, in the history of, of colored people time. Right. Um, but that being said, you know, it's it's still some it's a, like a universal message and theme that yeah. everyone can relate. And so we definitely just, we wanted to talk about it and just bring it to light and, and not have something <laughs> so intense. Not that we were that intense, but you know, no. just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. And I think it's also worth noting that like, listen, big political figures have fallen into the right. CP time trope. <laughs> we mentioned Dr. Martin Luther King, president Obama has made jokes about being on CP time, but It wasn't until New York Mayor Bill de Blasio made a CP time joke that people were like, oh, my 
goodness, oh. how can you say that? That is so cringeworthy Gosh. and terrible. And maybe you, maybe you, maybe you saw the skit, maybe you didn't. But uh, Bill De Blasio, mayor of New York City, uh, said during this past election with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, he had made a, a, a the punchline of a joke in a skit that he was on quote CP time to endorse Hillary Clinton. I know, I know, I know. A couple things about Bill de Blasio. He, like I said before, is the mayor of New York City. He is a white man. He was doing a... This whole time you guys were thinking he was black, huh? Right. No, (laughs) he's not. Uh, He was doing a political skit with Hillary Clinton and Leslie Odom Jr., who is the lead in Hamilton. He is a man of color. And um, this punchline... Uh, was definitely taken by the black community and ran with people saying how tasteless, how crass, how cringeworthy, how terrible, how can you say that? And... Bill de Blasio said, no, no, no. I wasn't saying CP time as in colored people's time. I was saying CP time as in cautious politician time. And everyone, uh, there was a, co- a collective eye roll, like, okay, all right, Bill what de Blasio, it doesn't yeah. matter what you say. It ain't going to save you now. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's, it's worth noting that his wife is black. He's got two black kids. So we it, it then calls into question this idea of being um, BBP or NBA. Those meaning uh, BBP means black by proximity or NBA meaning Negro by association. Oh, basketball. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not Kobe Bryant. No, no, no. Um, Yeah. And so it called into question who is allowed to use that phrase. Members of the black community feel like, hey, if you're not black, you shouldn't be using right. that phrase. It's very much like uh, uh, very akin to the N word. If yes. you're not black, you shouldn't be using it. And there are some people that believe, no, I can I can say it because CP time doesn't necessarily mean colored people's time. I can put my own racial or political lines on it and um, make it my own thing. So, yeah, Bill de Blasio got a lot of pushback for that. Sure Bill de Blasio up here at black and yellow we don't think you're racist we just don't think you shouldn't have you should have said that in such a public forum yeah, not at all yeah, save no. it for at home with the wife exactly. and the kids exactly exactly <laughs> if you are a white person that like likes to use that phrase just know that if you use it in a public forum around black folks that you don't know we will give you the tight lip and the side eye <laughs> and let you know that That's is not, not okay. cool um but in general yes Time management is super, super important no matter what race you are. And I think the way to just get good at time management, at least for me, first doing a self-check-in and going, hey, do I constantly run late? At the time, the answer was yes, you do. And then taking measures to not be late. I am a fervent holder of a day planner and my iCal and my iPhone. Sounds like I need to get Jackie a day planner um, yes. as a Christmas gift. Um, noting down where you have to be, when you have to be there, setting those alarms in your phone, setting the reminder in your iCal, just do anything to be on time. Being late sucks. Waiting on people sucks. And it's also the amount of stress you're going through because you know you're running late. And no oh, matter yeah. what you do, unless you're Doctor Who, unless you can teleport, <laughs> unless you can fly, unless you can just snap your fingers and show up where you're going to be. If anyone out there can do it, please let me know. <laughs> then great. But if not, 
the truth is, is that, hey, I know I'm running late and there's nothing I can do that's going to make me be on time. And just knowing that I have to swallow that feeling and Mm -hmm. just run with it. It's over and over and over again is something that I've gotten sick and tired of feeling. And I know that I need to really take the steps to change it. Yeah. And hey, maybe you're someone that just needs to tighten up by five or ten minutes. Set your alarms to allow yourself to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you have to be somewhere, hopefully it's not a professional engagement that you're walking in late to. Um. You know, just know that that doesn't look good to your employer. I also think it's also sometimes I've been running late or people have been late with me too. Just a simple like text like, hey, running late, be there in 10 versus not saying anything and then showing up 20 minutes later. It's like, well, it would have been nice because you knew you were going to be late. Right. Then and you know, I'm here waiting. So the least you could do would call text something so i know i and then i know i'm expecting you 10 minutes late then i'm not sitting there wondering like it's seven where is he yeah good communication is always key i think in any situation but especially in a time management that ties into especially if you are dealing with someone or some other things for sure i think just speaking to my community specifically like people of color yo i know that we run late and that within (laughs) our community there there's this um unspoken thing of like oh well i'm late but yeah cp time no let's get rid of that let's bounce that let's stop being late to each other's functions and sliding on the cp time excuse let's get rid of it let's dead it because it actually doesn't help us you know what i mean and if you're late to an all-black function guaranteed you're going to be late to a white function guaranteed you're going to be late for work and you're not going to go as far as you want to. And like, you know, we want to see black people right. as the heads of Fortune 500 companies. Exactly. We want to see Asian people there, too. But they're always early. So they're <laughs> winning <me>. that race. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's anyone out there who's dealing with this or, uh, you know, also wanting to get rid of that that CPT time, then yeah. just um, listen to this. And hopefully we've inspired and motivated you to want to change and just want to be on time because it's nice when we all are right I and if you want that yeah if you want to commiserate with jackie about lateness i'm sure she'd be happy to hear it i'm sure she would feel less alone you could definitely email us <laughs> <laughs> at black and yellow podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up on the gram the instagram at black and yellow podcast uh we'd love to hear your thoughts your ideas your concerns and I'm sure that Jackie would just like someone to commiserate with. Yeah, if anyone wants to just grab coffee, you know, and talk about how we're always late, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> She's going to be 15 minutes late, yes, but she'll be just there. So you know. I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed this one and um, stay tuned for the next episode. Yep. Don't be late because it ain't great. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.